You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. So tonight our text is the story of John chapter 11. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. The sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. And he said to the disciples, let us go to Dia." After he said this, he went to tell them, Your, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, and I'm going, to, I'm going there to wake him up. So his disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had begun speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So he, then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake, I am glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let's go to him. On his arrival, Jesus found Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha had heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed home. Lord, Martha said, if you had been here, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection in the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life, and the one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who has come into the world. After she had said this, he went, she went back and called for her sister aside. Teacher's here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary reached to the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, once again, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews had come along with her, also weeping, he was deeply moved in the spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him, he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. The shortest person in the Bible. Jesus wept. 
Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind have kept this man from dying? Jesus once more, deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said, but Lord, Martha said, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there's a bad odor, odor, for it's been four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you, woman, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe you sent me. We have said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And this story here, as a recap, is that Jesus was first told, hey, your homie is sick. And what did he do? What did he do? He stuck around the village, that same town, for two days. Now, what did you think? If you're actually friends, you actually love the guy, you come running to him, and that's what our imagination is of what it is to, what God should do for us. God, I have a boo-boo, heal it now, come on, quick. God, I'm struggling, heal me, provide for me now. But in this verse, Jesus stayed in the town for two days. I remember a preacher at my Bible college saying that Jesus was the biggest troll. <laughs> because... It's like, dude, you know your, your man's sick here. You're like, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a troll. Isn't it funny when you troll someone? For you, it's funny. To them, it's like, dude, seriously? <laughs> I'm struggling here. But the most fascinating about this is that I, I see this as prayer. See, I was going through something late, early last year, like late last year, Two years ago, uh, 2019. And I was like, God, why aren't you answering my prayers? I'm here stuck. In four, I'm, God, I'm, I'm stuck. God, by the way, remember it says here, this Mary. When it said this Mary, that was the Mary, the brother of Mary, is the same Mary who leave perfume on the feet, who worshiped Jesus. She was a church girl. She wasn't even a sinner. This Mary, the Bible says, this girl, this girl, Mary, the one who's a worshiper, the one who praises God every day, who prays to God every day. It was this Mary, the Bible says. This Mary, the one who's faithful, never sins, constantly loving God, yada, yada, yada. But it's come to show me that just because you say I'm a good Christian, I'm a good person, doesn't mean that hell will come to your home. So it was this Mary. So in this situation here, we're going to talk about how do we get our unanswered prayers answered? Who wants to know about how to get your prayers answered? So tonight, point one I have here is that God does not respond to need. He responds to faith. So faith responds. See, faith is the currency of heaven. Just because you have a need doesn't mean he's going to come to your rescue. Well, you're all-knowing, right? 
So you should know I need my bills paid. Well, you're, you, you're all knowing, so you know that my mom has this sickness, needs to be healed. Well, you're all amazing, right? So we think that God, because there's a God, because we go to church, there's an automatic to God. To say God automatically should answer this. But actually, he doesn't. Look at India. India is one of the most needy places in the world. But how come he's not providing for them? Is he a horrible person? No. Let me say this again. God does not respond to need. He responds to faith. And here's the thing. People say, oh, but I've been praying every single day. I've been praying, I've been praying, I've been praying. My friends, they pray to Jesus. Come here, Lord, the one you love is sick. They're calling out for him. But still, he doesn't respond automatically. So the question I have for you is this. What is your currency? What is your bank account in faith? How much faith do you have in your bank account? What's in your wallet? You see, God's a gentleman. He doesn't just move like this. You see, he doesn't just push himself. So in faith, part of your cards you have, there's a bottom thing that says prayer requests. I sincerely would want, we sincerely, I sincerely want to start a prayer movement, a prayer meeting here. Because I believe that prayer does move mountains. I believe that God does respond to prayers. James 4.2. You desire, but you don't have, so you kill. You covet, you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. That's the big word there. You do not have because you do not ask God. Well, you know, I hope one day I, I make it successfully. I hope one day, and all you do is have hope, and that's great. But the question is, how often are you asking God? The Bible says, it is he who rises up one and puts down another. So here's the thing. In our natural state, we are weak, we are evil, we are dark, we are death. Naturally, we are death. We are death. This world, the Bible says, before Adam was supposed to be glorious. We're supposed to rule and reign along with God. But because of Adam's fall and the sin and whatever else, now it's a fallen world. The Bible says who rules the world right now is Satan. He's the ruler of the air. So meaning, don't leave a pot of plant alone. Don't take care of it. It's going to die. Leave an animal alone. Don't feed it. Don't walk it. Don't do nothing. Besides cooking. But everything else is going to die. Your animals, you put, you, 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 you leave your, your, your family alone, your relationship's gonna die. You leave your marriage alone, it's gonna die. You leave your friendship alone, it's gonna die. You leave your finances alone. You know, what happened to my money? It's gonna die. Everything in this world, starts with the letter D, dies. Okay? Just let that sink in. Everything in this world dies. Our natural self is death. We don't take care of ourselves, our health, our mind. We don't take care of our being. We're going to go directly to downward. We have we have to work out to make ourselves look as good as Ron. We have we have to we have to work on our 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 our, our, our vocals, our musicianship. We have to work because it doesn't come naturally, except for Johnny. But you know, it doesn't come naturally for us. But we have to work and work and work and plow and move because our natural being is negative. 
So it's even harder for us to work towards a positive. But see, prayer, prayer is the antidote to the negative atmosphere. So prayer actually taps into God and says, God, I am I, I'm praying for this, but you pray not just with words, because if you're just praying with words and you're not having actual faith behind it, now you're just busy, you're just complaining. But don't complain. You say, God, I pray in faith that this will happen, that this is what I'm believing for. But say, well, how do I have faith? Because I don't know if it will happen. My friends, it's just knowing. It's just believing that it's going to happen. And that's why I'm so excited for our class of hearing the voice of God because your faith will boost up like crazy. And it will start so simple. Start so, we start so simple in that class where it's like from 1 to 100. So it's a number down. Now pray and let's hear God. And everyone writes it down. And it, it's going to be practice, but eventually from 1 to 1,000, the entire class got it. It was amazing. People are like, wow. So God responds to faith. Once again, can you flash it up again, the first, the first point? Faith responds. Can you say that? Say faith responds. Go. Faith, faith responds. responds. The second point I want to make tonight is this, is that faith rewards. Faith rewards. See, your miracle is a reward. Your breakthrough is a reward. Your thing you're asking God for, for open doors, for open opportunities, for, for breakthrough is a reward. Hebrews 11.6 says this, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. Hello, that's called faith. And that he is a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him. Last part there. He exists and the one, and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Can I tell you right now that when uh, the guy who captured Osama bin Laden, he got a big fat check reward. You guys know that? He got a big fat check reward. And Osama bin Laden has been hiding in all kinds of caves and all kinds of different places. But when you found him, they got a reward. How many of you guys know that there's a lot, of, a lot of people out there that are wanted by the government, and if you find them, you get a reward? My friends, the Bible says it right here, and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. God is ready to give you a reward. And listen to this. You don't have to go look at your caves. He's right there. So if you're saying, God, why am I not getting blessed? God, why is my life not working? God, why am I so confused? God, why is my, my life in shambles? God, because you're not seeking him. He rewards those who earnestly seek him. Just not just seek him like, God, you're cool, bro. But earnestly, meaning like, Jesus, I love you. You're here at church. You're participating. You're saying, God, I want to know you more. I want to hear your voice. I want to see you. I want more of you, God. He is a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him. And I know it's tough. It's tough for us because sometimes we, we question, is this really a whole God thing real, real? Real, real. <laughs> is it real? Is this whole God thing actually, like, what is the truth? What's really going on? There's a prize for you to seek God. Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. See, my friends, I want to challenge you tonight. I want to challenge you tonight to deepen your relationship with God. 
For those of you watching, praise God, you're on this broadcast. We love you. We love you all in here, especially you guys. Just joking. But listen, when you seek God with your whole heart, you seek me, you find me. And the last verse said, you get a reward. You get a reward. We're going to create this thing. Well, not we're. Jen's going to create this thing called uh, a journal. I want to call it a God journal or something. Something along the lines. But a God journal is so that those of you guys are writing notes for the sermon, and those of you guys, you know, when we start hearing the voice of God, we're going to do that deep study. Believe me, once you tap into that resource, you're going to start hearing God's voice in the middle of the night. And I want you to start journaling those. And start writing out things that God's telling you. We all are looking for answers. He's the answer. And it doesn't have to be spooky. It's not about being spooky, like, oh, you're shaking that bacon and hearing God's voice. You know, <laughs> none of that, okay? I, 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 I don't like to practice that. You know, like, like when, when back in the days I used to do like little uh, 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 missionary stuff, like little, uh, I don't know, crusade, but big gatherings in other countries. And people start shaking and making like, unnecessary, bro. Shut up. <laughs> you know, like God's working on you. That's great. You know, calm yourself. You know, so, but because God is not weird. He's natural, but he's supernatural. Does that make sense? I don't believe in the whole. So anyways, so with that being said, understand this is that, we're going to create this journal whenever we do that. I like to call it God journal or God, you know, whatever God thoughts or whatever else. But I challenge you when you do have that, keep it by your bed. And every night, lay your hands on it and say, Lord, speak to me. And watch yourself having dreams like never before. Watch yourself just randomly waking up like, whoa, I feel like I need to write this song. I need to write this poetry. Or I need to write this. Or, ooh, I need to call so-and-so. What the heck? Okay. God begins to speak to you in the middle of the night, in the morning, in the shower. But I want to create this journal for us to tap into faith to God. You guys open to that? The third point I want to make here is that first one is that faith responds. Second one is faith rewards. And the last part is that faith receives. Verse 40. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone that Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew you would always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Next verse, Matthew 9, 20, 22. Just then a woman had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, if I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter. He said, Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that very moment. My friends, faith is the currency of heaven. 
If you want to tap into all that God has for your life, for your future, for your mind, for everything that God has for you, God, I want to live my full life. People say all, all the time, hashtag living my best life. But they're living their best life because they're on vacation. They come back from vacation, now they're living their worst life. What the hell? My friends, you can live your best life and all that God has for you. Let me tell you right now, how do, how do I know what God has for me? We always I talk, always talk about this because people get so confused what the will of God is. What is the will of God? Look to heaven. Here on earth, there's seven billion wills. Seven billion people that have their own desires. And look how messed up we are over here. But you look to heaven, there's only one will. And that's God's will. There's only one desire. That's God's desire. So if you say, what is God's will for me? Is it God's will for me to be successful? Yes, because there's no beggars up there. Is it God's will for me to live in peace? Yes, because there's nothing but peace, love, and joy in heaven. Is it God's will for me to be healed? Yes, because there's nothing but healing and wholeness up in heaven. Is it God's will for me to be to 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 uh, to be rich? I don't see people begging on the sidewalks. The Bible says, "Oh, in the streets of gold, there's beggars on the side. Don't mind them. They didn't serve treasures in heaven." God's will is that we live in mansions. In my father's house, there's many rooms. Every one of us gets a mansion. Oprah, you can imagine, you can imagine, you can imagine. But it's God. My friends, to tap into all that God has for you and I, it takes faith. And so we're starting this whole new course here of hearing the voice of God, April 13th. April 13th, hearing the voice of God. Um, too many people signed up that were having it here. <laughs> but hearing the voice of God, it's trippy, my friends. But we're gonna do a deep study and practice. Because we don't just learn it in the head, but we receive it by revelation. And you say, whoa, I'm so powerful. You're gonna go to work the next day and be like, God, speaking to that person. <laughs> Give me some tea on that person. No. But God is so good. He's ready to impart faith into you. How do we get faith? I don't have the verse for this. But the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. So how do we get faith? And the word word there, the word faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God is the word rhema. There's two words, the word word, W-O-R-D. There's logos, L-O-G-O-S, and then there's rhema. Don't ask me to spell that. Logos and rhema. Logos means the written word of God. The scrolls, the actual Bible. Logos. And then there's rhema, which is the spoken word of God to your spirit. So the Bible says, man should not live by bread alone, but every word proceeds from the word of God. Not from the Bible, but from Rhema. So we should live in the voice of the Lord, with the voice of the Lord in our ears. We should live that still small voice in our hearts, letting God speak to us. And faith comes by hearing, and hearing the voice of the Lord, the written word of the Lord. Sorry, the voice of the Lord. Last verse here, Jeremiah 33.3. 3. 
call to me and I will answer and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. My friends, it is my prayer as the, the, the leader of this, this church that we as a whole community dive deeper into God. Not get religious, not get religious nutcrease, but that you just be so connected in tune with God that you just have unsearchable things you do not know. But he tells you secrets. God's ready to speak to you loud and clear. He's ready to impart faith into you. And here's the last point I want to make. That's unofficial point. James over here, look at the point. The unofficial point is this. God gets all the glory. So if you're struggling, God, why aren't you answering my, 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 my prayers? It's not a God issue, it's a faith issue. He's ready to give it to you. But are you ready to receive? A young child who's seven years old, daddy has his entire estate, he has his entire financial kingdom ready to give to his child. But the child is not ready. He's not mature enough. And once we mature ourselves in God, you seek me, you find me, you'll find with all your heart that those who seek me, I have a reward for them. The reward is ready for you. Are you seeking me? Close your eyes, bow your heads. Father God, tonight I pray, those in the sound of my voice, God, that you would speak to our hearts even tonight. Lord, it is my prayer that for our people here who are watching and those who are here tonight in this place, that God, you will speak to our hearts loud and clear. And Lord, that you would impart faith into us. If tonight you're saying, Stephen, yes, you know what? I'm ready to go a little bit deeper with Jesus. Every eye closed, every head bowed. If that's you, can you just look up at me and say, I'm ready to go a little bit deeper with Jesus. It's a little bit. Every eye closed, head bowed. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Put your head in your heart, everyone. And just repeat this prayer. Everyone in the room, repeat this prayer out loud. Just whisper it. Say, Dear Jesus, speak to my heart. Come to me. I welcome you. Come into my life. Reveal yourself to me. Give me the reward. And I give you the glory. Thank you. Now I'll pray for you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for all those who are praying that prayer and who really mean it in all their hearts. God, I pray that you would begin to shower them with your love and may you reveal to them right now, Father, your glory, your presence like never before. So I thank you, Lord, for everyone who's here tonight. And for those of you who are watching on the broadcast and those who are here tonight, I pray that we would receive the salvation of Jesus Christ that we make heaven our home and that God is our Father. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Bless this church and may your name be glorified. In Jesus' name.
Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.